Hello, and welcome to the Library Coven, a bi-weekly podcast in which two bookish besties discuss mostly YA fantasy through the lens of intersectional feminist criticism. And this is our bonus series about Great British Bake Off. I'm Kelly. And I'm Jesse. And this is episode five, Pastry Week. Pastry Week. Things are getting serious. We're halfway through. They were saying that, and I couldn't believe it was true. I'm so sad. We have like five episodes left after this. And then, and then it's the rewatch will I begin. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Assuming that I haven't already rewatched some during. So, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to rewatch so that we could like talk about it. The first time I watch it, it's like just for the joy and the second time for the podcast. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I'm glad that you found like a way to enjoy it and then talk about it. Yeah. Well, on Netflix now you can do the speed like 1.5. You can't do 2, but um it helps me watch it like real fast I right didn't before we record. I know about that. Oh, I'm totally going to do that next time. I don't know if you can do it on your TV, but I know I mean I can do it on my phone. All right, Pastry Week. Pastry Week. Oh my gosh. It was a wild ride. It really was. Shall we begin at the beginning? Yes, yeah, signature challenge. Cornish pasties. Which is an empanada, or a gordita, or a samosa, or... or well, I guess not or... a samosa, because samosas are deep fried. Oh, yeah, you're right. So, Linda didn't even make a samosa, right? But... <laughs> yeah, okay, can't wait to talk about that. We'll get that, that later. But just, I, my point is that, like, there's, like, a bread, like, a pastry breadish bread tradition, and then mm-hmm. you fill it with something. Yeah, it's, like, a handheld, I think they call them also hand pies. Yeah, that's right. I think in the UK, oh, if I'm remembering correctly, who was I talking to about this recently? It might have been, like, at a Students of Color meeting, but I think, like, the hand pie came from, like, people needing something to quickly take with them to work. Like, that could contain, like, a meal and they could like hold it in one hand and all in but, one and all in one i like an all in one i like i've had cornish pasties once did you enjoy yeah it was really good i've never had them but i also like like chicken pot pie i mm. love a pot pie love. which is just like a bigger version of a hand pie <laughs> right and a pot pie can be wetter it seems like the hand pie yes. had to be like that was the moisture was a key component like it had to be t- moist enough some people had this problem where it was dry in the middle. The fillings were dry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not too moist well, because then it would fall apart. Yeah, for sure. So we saw like Peter, his, okay, Peter's looked the best. <laughs> like the little fish. I was like, this is so cute. I love the decorations. I, I loved how he used the little pastry nib upside down to make the scale details. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. Apparently it was kind of dry in the middle because of like rice, which... I'm like, why is your rice dry? I don't understand. You're making it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Maybe they... <laughs> there was this really funny video that went viral like a, over the summer about the person from BBC Good Food and how she didn't know how to make rice. <laughs> and now there's like this whole series of videos. This guy called Uncle Roger. He watched it and like it went viral. It was amazing because she didn't know how to make stir fried rice or fried rice um yes yeah yes that sounds great i'll have to check it out yeah it was really funny anyways learn how to make rice people it should not be dry like what 
You got what? a fluffer. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got a... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> I say leave it in. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, use a rice cooker, you know? I don't like have rice a rice cooker, cooker like but you can still cook rice on the stove. And I use my Instapot, too. And it's fine. I think an Instapot is kind of like a rice cooker. Because it's like pressure and steam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you Although go. The, the steam comes out of my rice maker, but yeah. I don't know. Anyways, stop making dry rice. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? They all made a signature challenge, but I don't remember what any of them did. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm Linda sorry. made those. It's okay. I just watched it this morning, so I'm all ready to go, uh, like to talk about <laughs> Um, Linda made those samosas. Ugh. And didn't do the crimping, which it's like you didn't read the brief. I'm glad they called her out on it. And they, they mentioned, they were like, did you not read the instructions? Is <laughs> basically what they said. Yes. Side eye emoji. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lottie did like a toad in the hole, which I don't actually know what that is. It's like a traditional British food. I think it's like mashed potatoes and sausage, which I'm like, that does sound delish. And pr- bangers and mash inside of yeah. a pie thing and (laughs) prue did not think it was gonna work and this might be my favorite thing prue has ever said she said i have hope but not faith (laughs) (laughs) it was just so honest yeah it really was her mean i don't remember what she put in hers but i remember they loved it Mm -hmm. i was kind of surprised that she didn't get a handshake for any of her bakes yeah because they were they were very complimentary about flavors and, and things to her a lot of the time. And she did something different with like how she made her pastry. I don't really know exactly what, but she didn't do like a rough puff and she didn't do short crust. So I don't really know what she did. And she said she like called it like her own method, but they said it worked really well. And now I'm like dying to know what that method is. Hermine, could you please have a cookbook sometime? I will buy it. Yeah, I'm sure she's like listening to our podcast being like, oh, yes, yes, I will do that. (laughs) (laughs) Laura did like the onions and cheese. Yep. This is leeks. This is what reminded me of the empanada because or a pupusa. Like there's just so many different takes on this dough filled and then cooked. So Mm -hmm. good. Yum. Mm. And then Dave did something with peppers in it. And I really like the little peppers he put on top of his yeah i thought that was a very clever little decoration that was very effective it browned so well with the egg wash it looks so cute i was like oh i like these oh also in good news i saw that dave and his partner had their baby like four days ago oh congratulations oh that's exciting i know i just want to like make a side note about dave because he's been like kind of like i feel like he we have like not been like the most accepting of it <laughs> but i feel like he's really getting to know the other bakers and maybe he's just like kind of socially awkward so like i feel like he's been really nice and he had some like cute interactions with laura this week yeah talking about the way she like bashed her butter and stuff so i just want to say that like i'm warming up to him even with his little like weird sh- shoulder shimmy <laughs> <laughs> the shoulder shimmy yeah. i look for it every time and every judging now <laughs> me too me too and then mark from Cornwall felt so much pressure this week. <laughs> they kept bringing up that he's Cornish. It's some like interregional UK thing. Yeah, well, it's like being, I mean, not from the South, but it's like, you know, like if a Southerner were asked to make like pecan pie, or like, like if they messed it up, 
Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty hard to mess up grits, but I mean, it, it has been done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, it'd be like if a Southerner was asked to make like, yeah, like pecan pie or shrimp and grits and like fucked it up, then people would be like, you're out. <laughs> you're <laughs> Never no logged back in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or fried chicken. That's a better Barbecue? example. Barbecue is hard because it's so regional, though. That's true. Like, there's St. Louis and, like, Texas and, like, North Carolina. Actually, it's not called North Carolina. It's called oh, Carolina barbecue. The best barbecue I've ever had was in Memphis. Oh, yeah. I forgot Memphis. Mm, so I'm all good. about Carolina barbecue. So, And then the other Mark, Irish Mark, he did, he did pretty good, I think. I liked his flavors on the signature. Not on the showstopper, which we will get to. Technical? Technical. Technical was eclairs i called it did i not call it yeah you did say shoe i called it and linda Mm -mm. why would you spend why would you make it three times if you can't get it on the second time it's not no well not only that like she was like i haven't made shoe in a really long time and i want to be like did you know you were going on great british bake-off because you have homework because you have homework and you should have at least practiced shoe once before you went on Mm-hmm. It's, it it's just like a it's a classic have you ever made shoe pastry before yeah i have okay it's um complicated i, w- I was like oh it's yeah not you just really made complicated but not too yeah, long cream ago puffs. yeah they weren't like bake-off level but like you could fill them it's okay some <laughs> of those weren't bake-off level either <laughs> yeah i thought so it was true. funny whether um they were like well some of the cream, like the creme pat. It, I thought it was a good technical oh challenge gosh. because there are a lot of pastry, st- pastry techniques that were just like, you either can do them and you know what you're doing or you don't. Yeah. Like Dave's creme pat, like mixed with the raspberry was like, he like called it yogurt as he like dumped it into the <laughs> piping bag. I'm like, oh my God, you might as well have done a dip like Linda. Linda's looked like churros yeah it did it did but not even like raised churros no also i want to be like how did you even get something to look like churros out of the oven yeah that's a good question i have no idea what she did i think she added like well it was like really sloppy like in the pan so i guess maybe she added too much liquid yeah it looked like a texture issue and then also like some of the fat content was like coming out of the side so maybe it was like overworked or i don't even know Maybe she put way too much butter or milk in there. I don't. Yeah, I really don't know. Or she like maybe she didn't shoot the flour. Like you're supposed to like dump all the flour in at once. Oh yeah, maybe not. I don't really know why, but anyways, Linda's was horrendous. Even the judges were like, I don't know what happened here. (laughs) (laughs) Who won the technical challenge? I don't remember. Peter. That's right. That's right. It was his first technical challenge win, and his did look, like, amazing. Mm-hmm. Restaurant quality, for sure. Yeah. Hermine came in second, and I just want to mention that Laura was in sixth place because I didn't expect her to win this week. And Me she, either. Like, but she did, and I have lots to say about that. But, yeah, she came in sixth place, and, like, you know, Mark from Cornwall did, like, fine. Right. Irish Mark did fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Middle of the pack. Yeah, middle of the pack. I don't remember where Lottie was, even though I like literally just watched it. But she, I think she was kind of down towards yeah, the bottom. Yeah, I remember her not having a good time with the creme pat or the filling. Oh, yeah. Her creme pat split. Ooh. Yeah. Which is what happens when like the fat content comes away or something. Yeah. 
Well, or it could be scrambled. Like she could have scrambled their eggs. So when you like make the creme pat, I, you're supposed to like stream it in like kind of slowly. Like you're supposed to take a little bit of the hot liquid and put it into the egg mixture to like temper the eggs mm-hmm. um, so that like the eggs don't, when you put it into the creme pat, it doesn't like turn into scrambled eggs like, uh. when you put it into the other mixture. So, yeah. And that would take practice. So. Yeah, for sure. Hard to do yeah. as a one-off. Yeah. Or sometimes I think you can get like grainy bits in there from if you put cornstarch in. Um, the recipe I use had cornstarch in it, but like I like sift it in. So I started sifting like, all of my dry ingredients once I started getting serious about baking. Yeah. I mean, you might as well. It's just, it's super helpful. Yep. Actually, I don't if I use all purpose flour, but I do want to use self rising flour because it can get a little more clumpy. Depends. <laughs> Anything else from the technical challenge? Mm, I thought was a bit cruel doing two different kinds honestly of something so technical oh really yeah I think she has become like she makes challenges like to the same level that Paul does which I kind of appreciate because then the technical challenges like like then you're not like only worried on the weeks that Paul sets the technical challenge you know right. that the challenge is going to be difficult no matter what mm-hmm. which, which it kind of should be but yeah they did have to make creme pat they did have to make shoe and caramel which is kind of a lot of stuff. Um, and I guess they had to make that raspberry puree, but obviously I don't think that's very difficult. <laughs> Shall we show stop? Shall Let's we do it. stop the show? Stop the show. <laughs> <laughs> For the show stopper, they had to make a tart and then put it in a cage. And it had to be self-sustaining cage, nothing holding it up, made from pastry. I was excited to see... A really difficult challenge like this honestly yeah me too i was like finally yeah. i want to see yeah. spectacular decorations i did like laura's showstopper i thought that it was excellent and like the beautiful decorations i thought that the the pyramid is what i would have done four-sided pyramid definitely the most structurally sound that's what i would have chosen two people did that lottie and dave mm-hmm. but out of they made it out of two different things so like Dave did a pate sable, which I've never had before. So I don't really know like what that is like structurally. And then Lottie did shoe, which I think was a really good idea because we've seen them make like towers out of shoe in the past, like out of eclairs. And so I think like if you bake it for long enough, it can be pretty structurally sound. And it's also light too. So you can get Mm -hmm. some of the dramatic height, which is I think what I was missing a little bit was a little bit of this like, flair and drama from I think from some of the showstoppers up until now I guess yeah um Mark from Cornwall and Laura both use like this little thing that makes the lattice for them and I'm not saying that was wrong but I do think it like takes away a little bit from like how technically intriguing their cages were to me Mm mm-hmm I don't think it's like a cop out, but I was just like, Laura's looked really good. But um, at the same time, I'm like, she didn't really like make the lattice herself, you know? That's true. It wasn't like woven, which is what Prue was talking about when she was describing it. Yeah. So like, I really thought, <laughs> I thought Peter or Hermine were going to win, the sh- win yeah. this week. And I think Peter's cage in particular, because he like did it all by hand, yes. was like way better than Laura's. So I... 
I agree with you on that. Yeah. So I think that Peter's was better. And then with the flowers, it's just beautiful. It was beautifully decorated. I was talking with a friend and we were talking about how like Laura had really improved this week over like last week. And they had kind of mentioned that a few times during the episode, like how they want to see her do better. They like kind of like I know the show's edited in a way to kind of like set that up. Yeah, the teased but, it a little bit. Yeah. But I do think that maybe because so the bakers are baking two days on two days off. I think that maybe it's easier for the judges to like kind of conflate the judgings a little bit like to like think about the past weeks because there's not like a whole week in between right there's really only like two days because it's the pandemic um, version of bake off yeah yeah so i do think that maybe previous challenges and bakes have con- like contributed a little bit more to laura's win this week because she was sixth in technical i didn't even like- remember that she was that far down in the technical so thank you for reminding me i think i was just remembering the signature which was fine and then the showstopper mm-hmm. which was key lime pie and i called it I was sitting next to my partner and I was like, okay, showstopper for a tart. You got to do something that's punchy and acidic. It's either a key lime or like a tart au citron. And like those were, there were three of the, however many of those three of yeah, how many? I think it, of 10, three of 10. Yeah. So I was just kind of surprised that Laura, like she's bottom, like in the bottom half of technical and she yeah. had star baker. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Like the, her other bakes were like really good and they really liked them a lot. So I know that's like, kind of difficult in that you know they're the judge like they also tasted the stuff i'm not tasting it so like maybe <laughs> it was like so good i don't like key lime pie either so i'm like ugh, you know oh, i love um, key lime pie it's hard when you like when someone smashes it out of the park with a flavor that one of the judges really really likes it's like i mean and laura well had done. two bakes where paul like really liked the flavors like apparently he had said to noel before the signature that he really liked cheese and onion and then he said key lime pie is like one of his favorites so yeah like good luck i guess choosing her her flavors this this time yeah especially if like she did them well which it seemed like she did yeah so like if she had messed them i know like when people do like banana stuff paul like they mess it up because they always do paul is so disappointed so yeah makes a big difference um who else is showstopper okay linda's oh my god <laughs> it was just a mess from like start to finish it was a whole mess i don't even know how was she was thinking that that was going to be structurally sound like you have to have yeah. some horizontal to support your vertical i know i know i'm surprised more people didn't use coloring and she was the only person to although it was i how do we even start talking about the the gypsy tart I didn't know what it was. Let me just start there. I'd never heard of it. It's apparently a very traditional UK dish and mm-hmm. has a very sweet backstory. <laughs> I looked this up because Great. I was like, I've never heard of this. So apparently there's like, I don't know if it's like an old wives tale, you know, like folklore or if it's based in any truth that like there was a gypsy woman in the UK and like she saw like these like very hungry children and she wanted to make something that would make them happy and like feed them and so that's why it's like a very overly sweet dish because it's something that's made for children and we saw that Noel was like this was one of my favorite bakes when I was in school like I think it's like a traditional like child's dessert (laughs) something you'd make in school setting or something because made with evaporated milk and sugar (laughs) yeah condensed milk and sugar so i was gonna say like just thinking about the ingredients you know Mm -hmm. and then what it's called and then the history right it would have been you know ingredients that were accessible to people who 
didn't, who were like ostracized from society and marginalized. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like made with ingredients that like travel well. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> you know, yeah, so totally. like, that makes sense. But yeah, so I was a little, I, I didn't know what to think about it when I heard it because I think in the United States that we think of gypsy as like a derogatory term. Um, Especially so, if it's used in like its iterations, right? Of like, yeah. And being scammed, you know, and yeah. use the iteration yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, but I did look it up. And in the UK, there are, this is UK specific. So again, I think this is another instance where like context matters. Like when we were talking about the NHS and the rainbow flag. Right. But the people who are descendant from the Roma people and who are, they call themselves Roma gypsies. And then people who are descendant from the Irish call themselves Irish travelers. So there's like a lot of information you can find out about like the different groups and like their uh, ethnic minority group in the UK. I just thought it was really interesting because I think it's a word that in the United States we think of as a slur and that it might be here. Um, I don't know because that's not the context I was looking it up in. But I also think it's like it was really interesting just to kind of like learn more about them and their history. Yeah. And we I can include some stuff because I in the show notes because I think this is important to like educate about the context because I didn't know anything. I saw it and I was like, this smacks of stereotypes to me with the like Mm -hmm. bright colors. And I don't know if it's like a traveling if she was going for like a traveling circus vibe or something Mm -hmm. like um, what? And and just how it's it had and then coupled with the fact that like the samosa appropriation yeah the whole situation when this was the when this showed up as like and then they did the like you know they do the like cartoon reconstructions of what the cakes are gonna look like which i love those illustrations i can't believe i haven't talked we haven't talked about those that part of the show yet because that happens every time they describe their bake oh yeah but doing some research has been helpful because yeah the ethnic group apparently one of the ways that they refer to themselves is grt communities gypsy roma traveler yeah, so it was really interesting. And it's also hard, too, because <clears throat> I was thinking about this, like, after the show, and I was, like, you know, kind of hit my ear weird because it's not a word that we use in the United States. Um, but, like, after thinking about it, there's, like, no way to know that, like, Linda's not part of that group of people True. or descended from that group of people as well. But I just think because, like, I heard it so much, like, them say it so many times on Great British Bake Off, I just wanted to, like, look it up because I thought, like, there's no way that, like, I mean, there is a way <laughs> because people are trash but like i just thought like it seems like a little bit implausible to me that someone wouldn't have mentioned that like that's not a word we use or like or like producers wouldn't have said like oh you know what linda you shot probably shouldn't do that for x y and z reason right because like this could come off as offensive so i'm glad that i looked it up just because um i think sometimes things can be seen as offense like we think of them as offensive and maybe they're not in a specific context or like it's important to think about like what people want to be called as well, because I know it's yes, like totally something that I've run into where I'm like, I prefer the term black as opposed to African-American, but like people will be like, Oh, it's African-American. I'm like, well, you don't really get to tell me what I call myself, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so obviously I think those things can change over time and you know, what people call themselves can change. Um, but yeah. yeah, so it was really interesting. Any more show stopping things to discuss? Oh, Hermine. That's right. She made like a very, I don't know what she made her little box thing out of. It looked delicious. It it did. It was a little puffy, like big, Mm -hmm. like 
like prue jewelry big <laughs> <laughs> that's so that's a great analogy but i liked her tart because it looked it was beautiful she took the time to make macarons which i was like oh she should definitely win but she did not i mean her box wasn't the most like dainty i'm just man reeling from your very insightful analysis about how the form of how they're filming it this year is affecting the judging and yeah i just i think you're so right on thanks i've only watched every episode twice so (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure it contributes to 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 my hot takes you know what the fuck you're talking about so i guess we should say laura star baker i don't i would have per peter hermine i think they did much better but but that is how it it is a show with yes with the producers behind it so here we are well and more importantly i think the judges are there in real life eating the things and so i'm just going off of what they have said about it and what it looks like so i'm sure that makes a huge difference to show Mm -hmm. us that they've said about it too you know yeah for sure that's also something to keep in mind yeah and then linda went home this week which i was not disappointed with (laughs) poor fiend I I thought that she was a very graceful, had made a graceful exit. Was like, you know, I've had the best time and it was really nice. So I love when I like the exits from Great British Bake Off because they're like sad. And especially as they get going along and you get and the you can tell that like they matter more to each other. Yeah. In the context of, you know, the group of bakers. So that's one of the, the parts of Bake Off that I like seeing over the course of whatever season I'm watching. Yeah, I should say that I I feel like I should have known Linda was going to go home because at the begin like at the first at the like beginning before they started any of the bakes she was like I'm a mom I can make pastry I'm so good at it and I was like I should have been like oh you're definitely going Adios. home you're going to mess this up how often it's like a side character making plans in a novel oh uh, yeah but I'm also like how often are moms making like full puff pastry and shoe and like I'm not saying moms can't do those things but I just I thought that was like a weird way to be like I'm gonna be good at it because I'm a mom and I'm like what about being a mom makes you good at making pastry (laughs) (laughs) the two don't necessarily go together yeah there's nothing inherent about being a mom that makes you good at pastry so I was like started the episode annoyed at her (laughs) (laughs) I like paused it and I was talking to my husband I was just like the, the old people always come on this show and they're like, I'm going to be so good because I'm old <laughs> and have lots of practice. I'm like, that's not always how it goes. <laughs> no, it's not. Look at Peter. He's really, really good. He's like knocking it out of the park and I'm like scared for the day he either loses and goes home or I'll be happy if I'll be happy if he wins also because I'm just like, this is very impressive that you're like 20 and so good at this thing. Yeah, like, agreed, agreed very i've been very impressed but i've been really impressed with all the bakers except for rowan but he's gone now so and linda <laughs> but she's also gone now and she did get yeah. did some better bakes in the middle which rowan did not yeah she really did because after the first episode i was like i it was i thought it was gonna be her or rowan so um she really did pull it together and do some really cool stuff anything else do we know what next week is i think it's japanese week wow yeah so we've never seen that before i'm really excited we've never had them really... like pick an like a geographic area and focus on something have they 
Yeah, they did. They remember they did like Danish week. I think they've done like a French week. Um, okay, so I'm thinking they haven't done it in a non-European place or yeah, not an so, Anglo place. Yeah, so I think this will be really interesting. I'm excited to see like what they're gonna make. I'm really sad that it couldn't be the season that um, like Kim Joy was on. She was half Japanese and she did some really cute bakes and brought in some like different baking methods. She has a cookbook out if anyone's interested and it has lots of little cute things in it. So definitely yes, should check I'm that interested. out. I am interested. So yeah, exciting. I don't know what they'll make in Japanese week. I'm trying to think of like Japanese bakes that I've had in the past, but I like can't think of any in particular. I can't either. So I'm excited to learn. Yeah, it'll be fun. All right, join us next week and we'll be back for more Great British Bake Off. And somewhere in between there, we'll talk about books. Yep, we talk <laughs> about books too, we promise. <laughs> Until next time, stay magical. Stay magical.